Hey guys and welcome back to the podcast. Before we kick off this episode, as always, I would love it if you could just take two seconds to like the podcast, share it on your platforms if you love it and share it to someone else who you feel might benefit from the podcast. It's the fastest way to get my podcast out into the world and helping other individuals. You've no idea how much I appreciate seeing you guys post up on your stories, tagging us in it. It just makes, honestly, it helps the podcast grow so much. And I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you. But let's start today's episode. So in today's episode, we are going to be chatting about what I feel is the unspoken about self-care. Now, self-cares are generally, you know, meditation, taking a long hot bath, taking a nice walk out in the sunshine, all of your sort of slower paced things to calm your nervous system down and self-care, help you feel a little bit calmer, make you feel more relaxed and unwind. And I 100% agree with every single one of these. And I'm a massive advocate for taking that time out when you need it. Um, and you feel like you are, your nervous system is a little bit too high. You're a little bit peaking at the moment. You're a bit anxious. Maybe you're a bit stressed out and you need to give yourself some TLC. Fully agree with this. But in my opinion, the unspoken about self-care is being proactive. Now, why do I feel that's the case? The reason being is all of these self-cares that are a bit slower, as much as they are helpful and they do help calm down the nervous system, the problem we then have is we can then, it can dive into, we can kind of go down a rabbit hole of not doing very much and you're then left with your thoughts and if you're an overthinker, this is where it can be a little bit detrimental and you can start to self-sabotage. There's then that fine line of, be having a couple of hours of self-care or winding yourself down before the end of the day to doing nothing and excusing yourself from not getting anything else done in your day because you're in a because you're stressed out, because you're frustrated, because you're anxious. And then this is where we can then develop the habit of not doing anything. Um, now, in my opinion, if there's things that are stressing you out, if there's stressors in your life, there is nothing that is going to make you feel better than sorting those stressors, than actually being proactive in the areas that you are stressing out about now. Yes, I agree. There's going to be things in your life that you cannot control. Maybe it's other people. Maybe it is, um, you know, a situation at work or the fact that, you know, your gym's closed and you didn't get to the gym on time. All of these things, these can be stressors that, you know, can peak you. It could be finances. Finances is definitely going to be one that's up there for a lot of people. However, you can then be proactive. So if you've taken some time to do your self-cares, you've relaxed, you've unwound, you know, you've you've calmed yourself down. Um, however, you're still, your brain is still overactive. Your brain is still thinking about all of these things that are stressing you out. It is because you've not done actually anything to help the problem. Your mind is a problem solving machine. You look at your brain like a computer. Your brain is, there's the two parts to you. There's your mind, the brain, um, and then there's the you part. There's the self part in there. The, the self part is the bit that needs self care. The, the, that's the part that needs a little bit of TLC. You need a little bit of 
communication or help or you know you need to wind it down to calm yourself down um, and you need to look at the positives and this is where the proactivity then comes in because your mind is overthinking because you have a problem that you've yet to solve so even if it's a case of you've had a disagreement with someone let's use a basic example here you've had a disagreement with someone and you're thinking about it over and over and over in your mind and it doesn't matter what you're doing to calm yourself down. Your brain is still in that conversation. Your brain is still in that disagreement. And every time you find yourself slowly but surely calming down, before you know it, you've thought about the, the disagreement or something that's happened and you've peaked yourself back up again, regardless of the self-cares. This is where those self-cares, they're useful but up to a point. Um, being proactive in a situation that you feel is going to be better is going to give the, the mind the problem-solving method that it's looking for. So, sorry, my, I minced my words there. So let's start, let me go back to that one. So, once the self-cares are done, and once you've calmed yourself down and your mind is still overthinking, the reason it's still overthinking is because you haven't solved the problem. So once your self-cares are done, you need to start being proactive and you need to start thinking of methods that's going to help you then get past the stress because that is what your mind is looking for. You've calmed yourself down, but then your mind has thought about the disagreement and it's peaked itself back up again because as far as your mind is concerned, that is still a problem. It needs to solve the problem. So you can't control other people. You can't control the way they behave. You can't control the conversation. You can't control the disagreement as it's gone. All you can control is your side of it. So what you then need to do is, in that scenario, I would be recommending sitting with your journal and potentially reaching out to that person in a way that, if that's, if that's going to be a scenario, that's going to help you feel better about how you've left the disagreement. So sitting with your journal and actually journaling out, one, why has that disagreement triggered you? What about the disagreement has, has got you upset? What emotions are you actually feeling? Is it that you are hurt? Are you disappointed? Are you frustrated? Are you, um, do you feel let down? All of the emotions and then tie that to what that's then feeling in your body. Do you have heart palpitations? Do you have a gut-wrenching feeling? Um, have you got a sore head? Actually bring awareness to what is going on in the body and your mind is going to start reflecting on that because your mind is a problem-solving machine. Your mind is not based on emotion. Your emotion is the other part, the self part of you. The mind part is completely based on logic. So you have to then go back to your mind with a logical response and to say, okay, this is what's happened. I'm going to get it out of my head. This is what I've taken from the disagreement. And then write out what was going to make you feel better about that disagreement. First of all, what have you learned? What have you learned about yourself in this scenario? What did you learn about the other person? What would make you feel better at the back of that conversation? 
Do you want to reach out to that person? And even if you can't come to an agreement with what the disagreement was about, do you then want to take ownership for your part of just the argument? Not the contents of the argument, but the argument itself and how you showed up in that disagreement and say that you apologize for speaking to them in that manner. Um, you know, you still can't see eye to eye on the situation, but you don't want it to come between you as a relationship or as a friendship or any of those things. Now, you then cannot control that person, but you can control how you behave. And that is going to be your problem-solving part of the scenario. And this is why being proactive is useful because your your mind, like I said to you before, your mind is an overthinker. Your mind is always, always, always looking for solutions and always, always, always looking for problems to solve because that is the that's the basis behind your mind. Your mind is always looking to adapt. Your mind is looking for areas for you to grow, to get better, to evolutionize. Whereas the self part of us is a little bit softer or harder, depending on the individual. Um, but this, the, the, the self part of you is the part that that's where your emotions held. And the two are on the complete opposite ends of the spectrum. But in order to calm the self down, you have to first control the mind and you have to master how your mind is thinking and bringing awareness to the fact that it's a logic based, it's logically based, which runs off of memories, runs off of things that you've seen on the telly, things that you've heard on the radio, conversations you've had in the past. So if you, this disagreement has triggered you, there's a potential potentially it has triggered you because you've had disagreements in the past which haven't gone the way that you wanted to and your mind is then overthinking that in the background in your subconscious reminding you that this is what happened in the last time and you are then getting that fear that it's going to happen again rather than dealing with the situation at hand your mind is taking all of the information around a disagreement and giving you reasons to panic. But that is because it's giving you all of the problems so that you can then take five minutes to solve them rather than telling you all this information and then your little self around there, I don't know if you've ever seen Inside Out, the little self in you is running around like crazy because it's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And that is then the overwhelming emotion that's then gonna rush through your body. So the self cares are great, for calming that self down, calming that part of you down that's running around like crazy and getting it to just slow down so that you can then process the thoughts, write them down, don't just do it in your head, either write them down, verbalize them, however it's gonna work for you, get it out of your head, make logic of it and then get proactive. It is the self-care that people are not talking about, but I promise you getting proactive through your problems that is how you solve them. That is how you solve them. Action beats stress. Action helps process stress because you're doing something about the stressors. I hope you've all enjoyed this episode. I will catch you in the next one. Lots of love.